Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and your host for this Friday Let's Ride podcast. That's right, we are here to talk about none other than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everything Pittsburgh Steelers is a lead-up to their Week 11 game in Jacksonville against the 1-8 Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm telling you what, it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I hope you all have a great weekend plan. I hope that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and our podcast platform is a part of that plan in some way, shape, or form. But nonetheless, here we are on this Friday. I'm going to give you my picks. That's right. I actually won the picks for our site last week. That's right. When it came to picking versus the spread, not over or under. I think I was second over or under. But when it came to picks versus the spread, I was the winner. You want winners? I had them last week for you, at least when it comes to behind the steel curtains site. But nonetheless, I want to before I get started with today's podcast. I want to. I was really embarrassed, really embarrassed. So I re-listened to all of my shows. Why? Because I want to get better. Because I want to hear. Do I lean on certain words that are like crutch words that might become annoying to a listener? And so I, I do a lot. Of, I do this all the time. It's just like when players watch film. I listen to myself. Say what you want. And so I'm listening to my podcast on Wednesday, sounding great, everything's okay, I'm happy with it. And then all of a sudden I start talking about the running game, and I start talking about the former offensive line coach for the Steelers, Mike Munchak, and all I hear come out of my mouth over Spotify is Mike Malarkey. 
And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, did I really just say Mike Malarkey? Did I really do that? And so I'm thinking, okay, that was probably just one time. I'll say Munchak the next time I bring it up. And so I'm listening and blah, blah, blah. Mike Malarkey again. I'm like, oh my gosh, I called Mike Malarkey a Hall of Fame player. I'm thinking, oh, geez, talk about losing all your credibility. Right there, one, one fell swoop, gone. So if you don't listen to Let's Ride ever again because Jeff's an idiot and he can't even contemplate the difference between Mike Malarkey, former offensive coordinator for the Steelers, and Mike Munchak, former offensive line coach and run game coordinator for the Steelers, then I understand. I understand. You can just turn it off and say, this guy's a loser. I'm just, (laughs) I hope you don't say that, but I just want to say that I did recognize I made a mistake. So if you were listening, you're probably thinking, what is Jeff talking about? It was a long day when I was recording the show. I don't know what, I don't know what I was thinking. Clearly I wasn't thinking, but you know what I have been thinking a lot about? It's a title of this episode. I think that when I everyone's talking about the one and eight Steelers and Jake Luton and all these different facets of this game coming up with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'll give you my prediction for this game in a little bit, but everyone's talking about all these all these different things and they're one and eight. They're awful. They've lost eight in a row. Their only win of the season was against the Colts in week one. They knocked me out of my survivor league, by the way. Thanks for nothing, Gardner Minshew. Nonetheless, I keep on thinking about how as a former coach and as an athlete myself, every time you step on the field, there's something to prove, period. And that's something to prove might just be proving to yourself that you can do something, proving to the other team that you can do. It depends. Every situation is different. So a lot of people on paper look at this game and say, what in the heck did the Steelers have to win to, to gain out of this? Well, there's a lot. A lot from a divisional standpoint, a lot from an AFC standpoint, wanting to keep that record perfectly clean. Going to talk about that a little bit in my heart-to-heart segment at the end, so make sure you stick around. Don't don't cut it off early. You're going to want to hear that. Okay, but still, I think there's so much to prove still for this this, uh, Steelers team. And just to say, I'm not going to bring up the the running game. That's been talked about ad nauseum. On all of our podcasts, I talked about it on Wednesday. Michael Beck talked about it on Tuesday. I think I mentioned it even on Monday. Hello, that's like dead horse. Keep hitting it over and over again. So for that, I'm not going to be bringing that up. We will talk about stats, but not focus on that. So you want to know, in my opinion, what the Steelers have to prove? They have to prove that they can take their show on the road. They have to prove that they can take their game on the road, and dictate that to the opposition. Let me explain with some stats. And I give Dave Schofield some credit just for giving me the idea. He didn't even realize he did this. I was listening to his Stat Geek podcast on Thursday morning. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. And Dave was talking about the Steelers on the road versus at home. And I was like, this is kind of interesting. So I did some digging on my own. And Dave might have brought up these stats. Again, if he did, that's okay. It's going to support my narrative here. The last three home games that the Steelers have had, okay, you have to go all the way back to the Eagles game in week five, and then the Browns game in week six, and then they were off until the Bengals last Sunday. So in the Eagles game, the final score was Steelers win 38-29. Okay, then the Browns, they demolish them 38-7. Bengals dominate 36-10. That was the Steelers' last three home games right there. In those three games, they averaged points for, listen to this, 37.3 points scored. That's pretty, 
pretty flipping good. And then points against 15.3. Yeah, that is incredible. It's incredible. And some people might say, well, the Eagles are awful and the Bengals aren't that good and the Browns are meh. Those three wins are those three wins. They're the last three. Take take it or leave it, pretty much. Well, what about on the road? You got to go back to Tennessee, at Baltimore, and at Dallas. That three-game road stretch leading up to eventually them coming back home to play Cincinnati last Sunday. At Tennessee, they win 27-24. Everyone remembers they were dominant at halftime, only scored three second-half points. At the Ravens, have to come from behind 28-24. At the Cowboys, also have to come from behind 24 to 19. So now let's do the averages there. Points for in the last three road games, 26.3. Points against, 22.3. Now you might be sitting there thinking, well, that's not awful. Compare them to what you're seeing at Heinz Field. What we're seeing at Heinz Field is almost, well, actually, it's more than a touchdown. It's 10 point differential in points scored offensively. Think about that. A two-score difference. That is substantial. No doubt about it. You can't say anything that is significant. Defensively, that's a touchdown difference. The Steelers on the road have not been the same team that has been playing at home. Do I think that it's going to improve? I hope so. But in terms of what they have to prove on this Sunday... Prove to me, prove to every other fan around the world that is going to watch this game thinking, here comes another trap game that's probably going to be close. Here comes another game just like in Dallas where they should dominate them. They're favored by more than two, they're a two score favorite, and they're probably going to, it's probably going to come down to a field goal. Prove to us that it won't happen. Take your game on the road and dictate your game to the opposition. The Steelers really haven't done that yet this season, and especially in recent history, i.e. the last three on the road. Now, those three road games are tough. Okay, the Titans, they were undefeated when they played them. The Ravens, we all know what that rivalry is about. And the Cowboys, Dallas is a, is a place that Pittsburgh has historically struggled. They were still an awful team, though. All I have to say is Garrett Gilbert. That's it. Anyone remember Garrett Gilbert? <laughs> yeah, he's the quarter. He was the quarterback for the Cowboys that week. That'll be a trivia question one day. Who is Garrett Gilbert? Ah, who, I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. When I was looking up stats, and this this always bugs me. I'm not sure how Dave does it. Dave Schofield is our stat guy. He loves to look up stats. He paid for Pro Football Reference, like their premium package, so he can, I don't know, nerd his way through that website. But still. There's sometimes where I'm like, okay, I've got this narrative in my head and I, it's going to work out. I'm going to look up these stats and it's going to all play out perfectly. And so I spend like 10 minutes of my life that I can never get back. I'll never get those 10 minutes back. And I look up the numbers and they don't fit. And this is exactly why. So I'm thinking, okay, Ben Roethlisberger's play is certainly going to mirror what I just talked about, that the last three home games, he's going to have great numbers. The road games, not so great. Points, inter touchdowns, interceptions, et cetera. What I came to find out, though, is that the Steelers on the road and at home, that that is not indicative of Ben Roethlisberger's play. So people that might think that, oh, Ben struggles on the road. He's not as good on the road as he is. Well, let's take a look at the numbers, shall we? The Ben Roethlisberger in the last three home games. Okay, so again, same games, Eagles, Browns, Bengals. 
Against the Eagles, he threw for 239 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Against the Browns, only 162. Remember, they they dominated that game and he was taken out early and they didn't have to throw the ball. He did throw a touchdown, no picks. Against the Bengals, 333, four touchdowns, no picks. Average it out, he's averaging 244 yards at home, 2.6 touchdowns a game, and zero interceptions in the last three home games. Okay, now let's go on the road. The last three away games, I'm thinking to myself as I'm looking up these numbers, and I'm thinking, okay, these numbers are going to be worse. They're going to be worse, and it's going to mesh perfectly with my show. It's going to be a great segue. Now, Cue the sad trombone music. Womp, womp, womp. Didn't happen. Listen, at Tennessee, throws for 268, two touchdowns. We know he had three picks in that game. Baltimore, 182, two touchdowns, no picks. Dallas, 306, three touchdowns, no picks. Average it out, 252 yards a game, 2.3 touchdowns per game, and one interception. That's average of those three. Those numbers are pretty much the same. Ben Roethlisberger has not been the reason for the Steelers not scoring points. It's it's strange. You can point to a lot of different things, but when you look at the points for and points against differential between the last three at home and the last three on the road, the difference has not been Roethlisberger, in my opinion. Not at all. Not at all. Not when you average those out. And so that was just something really interesting. They have, they have to prove to me that they can take the show on the road. That's what I want to see. I want to see them do that in Jacksonville because if they do that in Jacksonville, then they come back on Thanksgiving and then they can put all their focus on the Baltimore Ravens short week, but you're at home. We'll talk about it, but then they're going to have a little mini buy and they need it. They need it in a big way. So let's talk about specifically the Jacksonville Jaguars before we go into our first break. The Jacksonville Jaguars, again, one and eight, uh, Jake Luton, is going to be their quarterback. And again, I don't know why I say it like that. It's just the way it comes out. And Jake Luton, um, <laughs> he, he's in the quarterback the last two weeks. And the Jags have been, the Jaguars have been competitive. They have been. They have been competitive. But what I like to do right at the end of this first segment is I like to take a look at the numbers and where they are, offense and defense, compared to the Steelers, where's the advantage? Where does the advantage lie? And I've done this for every single game. This was the this was where I found that Lamar Jackson going into that game at MT Bank Stadium had only thrown over 200 yards, I think twice in the entire season. Okay, and so I was just looking at things like that. So here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers offensively. They throw the ball, they average 243.2 a game through the air. They average 101.8 on the ground. They have they're averaging 30.1 points per game. Those other numbers, by the way, like the passing average yards per game, that's like middle of the road. Rushing 101.8, that's like bottom quarter. Okay, that's pretty low on the total pole. Points 30.1 a game, that's tied for fourth. Turnovers, they've turned it over eight times. That's tied for fourth best. Okay, and then and on the right way, you don't want to be high on that list, meaning the fourth best. All right, so now let's go to the Jacksonville defense because that's who the Steelers' offense is going to be going against, obviously. The defense for the Jacksonville Jaguars is giving up 283.9 yards through the air, 131.7 on the ground, and what? how much? How many points are they giving up on average? Shocker, 30.1. How crazy is that? They're giving up the same 
point total that the Steelers are averaging offensively. Pretty crazy. They've uh, in the defense for the, the Jaguars has taken the ball away nine times. That's right. Nine times channel my Ferris Bueller's day off there. Let's go to the other side of the coin. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense passing. They're giving up two eleven point three. That's fifth in the NFL rushing. They're giving up one Oh six point eight. That's ninth in the national football league. Points, they're only giving up 19 points a game. That's third best. And they have 17 takeaways, which is tied for first. There with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bucs have played one extra game. Then you go to the offense of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're, they're almost exact mirrors of the Steelers, except for a few categories. So the Steelers on offense average 243.2 through the air. The Jaguars 240.4. The Steelers average 101.8 rushing. The Jags are 100.0 even rushing. The difference is, is that the Jaguars only average 22.1 points per game, and they've turned it over 12 times. Do the differential on turnover takeaway. The Steelers are a plus nine. The Jaguars are a minus three. So there you have like the difference. You look at points scored from both both sides. That's the difference. That is the difference. The Pittsburgh Steelers offense against this Jacksonville Jaguars defense is the major, major difference maker here. And it should be. It should be what decides the outcome of this game. This is the game, again, where the Steelers have plenty to prove. And what they can prove to each and every fan around the globe is simple. Take the show on the road and give us a dominant performance outside of Heinz Field, something you haven't done in recent memory. And especially in Jacksonville. We all remember what happened there in 2018. Steelers were favored. It was a hard-fought game. Ben Roethlisberger, that was the game I had completely forgotten about this play until Dave brought it up in his podcast, where Ryan Switzer in the back of the end zone gets mauled. It looked like it was an interception to end the game in the red zone. However, they get an untimed... I, no, well, there wasn't an untimed down. I think there were like six or seven seconds left. The Steelers elect to go for it. Instead of kicking the field goal to send it overtime, it was a busted play. Roethlisberger keeps it, barely gets the ball over the goal line, touchdown, Steelers win, walk it off, end of story. I want to see them avoid that type of outcome in week 11. How about my picks? Who do I like in the Steelers game, and what is the score going to be? Well, stay tuned. We'll be right back with that and a heart-to-heart. We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, Jeff Hartman here, your host on this Monday, Wednesday, Friday Let's Ride podcast here to talk about, that's right, my picks. We want winners. Jeff finally gave you winners last week. Can he make it two weeks in a row? I don't know. We'll see. But let me first, hold on, I got to find, I, I lose this freaking tape every week, I swear. All right, here we go. Let me put it in the, and 
All right, folks, let's get this thing started. We're doing our picks. I'm excited for this week. I'm excited that I did well last week, and let's see if I can kind of compound that and have two weeks in a row. So here we start with the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. The New England Patriots travel to the Houston Texans. The Patriots on the road are actually giving two points. I think the Patriots win over the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday Night Football is going to kind of compel them to improve. I see the Patriots winning this game. I'll take the Patriots giving two. The over-under set at 48.5. I'll take the over. A game that all Steeler fans are going to be keeping an eye on during that 1 o'clock slate is the Tennessee Titans traveling to the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens have struggled coming off that Sunday night loss up in New England. The Titans have also struggled. The Titans are getting 6.5 points on the road in Baltimore. The over-under set at 49. I don't think the Titans win this game, but I do think it's going to be close. I will take the Titans getting 6.5 but I'll take the over of 49 because I think they're going to score some points here. It should be a good one down in Baltimore at M&T Bank Stadium. Then the Detroit Lions and the Carolina Panthers Lockhorns in Carolina. I'm not sure about Teddy Bridgewater who banged up his knee last Sunday in a game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Detroit Matthew Stafford's eligibility is still on the fence after he had a concussion. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers giving one and a half here. There's no over-under on this game yet, so I'm not able to give you that. I apologize, but I'll take the Carolina Panthers giving one and a half, and that's even without Christian McCaffrey, who's going to be out with a shoulder injury. Next, the Philadelphia Eagles travel to the mistake by the lake. That's right, Cleveland. Philadelphia Eagles are getting three and a half. The over-under is set at 47. Philadelphia, in my opinion, is a dumpster fire. They're coming off a loss to the New York Giants. It was awful. Philadelphia, they're not they're not going to be at home, but think they, they should be happy that their fans are not going to be allowed at games anymore this season. I'll take the Cleveland Browns giving three and a half at home. Uh, over under set at 47. Take the under because I don't like the Browns offense that much. And we don't I don't like the Philly offense either. Take the Browns giving three and take the three and a half, sorry, and take the under. The Atlanta Falcons go to the New Orleans Saints at what should have been a complete obvious pick. Now all of a sudden Drew Brees isn't probably going to be playing with a collapsed lung and broken ribs. So Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback. The Saints are giving five. And it's in New Orleans. Atlanta can score some points. I'm going to take the Saints, though, giving five. I like their defense, even though Atlanta's offense has moved the ball well. I'll take the Saints giving five. Over under 51. Take the over. I think this could be a high-scoring affair. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the road for the second straight week coming off their bye to play the Washington football team. The Washington football team lost a heartbreaker to the Detroit Lions last week. Alex Smith is at quarterbacks for the foreseeable future. The Bengals look to rebound. The Bengals are getting one and a half points on the road. I'll take Cincinnati to rebound. I do like Joe Burrow. I think he's going to bounce back from that game against Pittsburgh. Over-under set at 46 and a half. I will take the over. Next, the Miami Dolphins. This is at 4.05, by the way, Miami. 4.05 slate. The Miami Dolphins travel to Denver to play the Denver Broncos. Miami is a red-hot team. I believe they've won five games in a row. Tua is looking legit. The offense and defense seem to mesh well together. The Miami Dolphins are giving three points on the road. I say take them to cover. They can give three. That's fine. I don't like Denver. Drew Locke is very inconsistent. Over-under set at 45. Take the over as they head to mile high. 405 New York Jets travel to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Justin Herbert and the Chargers have been seemingly just, they have the worst luck in the world. The New York Jets and Chargers, Justin Herbert cut his hair. I say that, I can't believe this line. The Chargers are giving eight and a half. 
They're at home. I say take the Chargers, giving 8.5. Over-under set at 46.5. Take the under because I don't think the Jets are going to score much. I think the Chargers kind of get off the schneid this game. 425, the Green Bay Packers in Indianapolis. Colts will go head-to-head. The Green Bay Packers are getting two points on the road. I like the Packers. I don't like Phillip Rivers. I never will put my faith in him at all. I think that the Green Bay Packers, if everyone's healthy, they are one of the best teams in the NFC. I'll take the Packers getting to an over-under at 51.5. Take the over. This one could be a high-scoring affair. 425 again, the Dallas Cowboys, Minnesota Vikings. Andy Dalton is supposed to be back for Dallas. That tells me something. The Dallas Cowboys are coming off of a bye week, maybe getting a little bit healthier. Minnesota, watched them a little bit on Monday night again in their win over the Bears. Not that impressed. I think that Minnesota wins this game, but I think Dallas keeps it close. Dallas is getting seven. Take the Cowboys getting seven. Over-under set at 48. Take the under. Sunday Night Football, this is going to be a good one. Fun to watch. Kansas City Chiefs in Las Vegas. First time in that new stadium to play the Raiders. Kansas City is giving seven and a half. Remember, the Raiders are the only team that has beaten the Chiefs so far this season. Kansas City is giving seven and a half. Take the Chiefs. I think they're going to come off the bye being red hot. Over-under set at 56 and a half. They're going to be motivated because they want to prove that the Raiders aren't going to beat them twice in this regular season. So take the Chiefs giving 7.5 over under, 56.5 take the over. Another, hey, finally, a Monday night game that's actually going to be fun to watch. The Los Angeles Rams travel to Tampa Bay to play Tom Brady and the boys. Tampa Bay is giving four. The LA Rams are a tough nut to crack. Right when you think they're not going to be any good, you pick against them like I did last week. They find a way to win. I like the Buccaneers, though. They're giving four points. They'll cover. LA's not that great traveling across country. Over-under set at 48.5. Take the over. Now let's go to the game that everyone wants to talk about. Well, at least Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Week 11, 1 o'clock kickoff. Pittsburgh Steelers in Jacksonville, Duval County. The Steelers are giving 10 points. And a lot of people are scared by that spread. I get it. I do. They don't play well on the road. They haven't played well on the road. But like I said earlier in this show, they have a lot to prove. They have a lot to prove, and I think they will prove it. They're a team that hears what people are saying. They use it as motivation. They use it as fuel to their fire. I like the Steelers in this game to not only win, but to cover. I like the Steelers 27-13 to on the road in Jacksonville. A great performance by the defense. I think they're going to get to Luton, get some turnovers. The over-under set at 46 and a half. My score tells you to take the under. There you have it, folks. 27 to 13, the Pittsburgh Steelers. My prediction is to win and to cover. I know that Dave was very hesitant to think about that because he says a two-score, a two-score line for the Steelers does not normally pan out too well, but I think this Steelers team is going to prove us something on the road. All right, let's finish this show up with a little heart to heart. Okay, a little heart to heart. It's something that Jerry Cherry of the Jerry Cherry Band, you you hear his music every time you listen to my podcast and every time you listen to Dave Schofield's podcast and anytime you hear like Brian Anthony Davis's Rooting Guide or Factor Fiction or the pregame show, it's all the Jerry Cherry Band. They've been so generous. He's allowed us to use any of his music for our shows as long as we give him credit, which we always try to. So kudos to him, big shout out. And he's also the one that gave me this idea for this heart to heart segment. And I decided to put it into my Friday show after the picks to kind of finish things out. You know, I made a mistake the other day. 
made a mistake. I made a mistake. I'll be honest. I'll own up to it. I, I looked at ESPN. That was my mistake. I looked at ESPN.com. And why is that a mistake, you ask? Easy. Because their nonsensical clickbait continues to be the headlines of their main page, especially for the Steelers. And it was an article basically stating, actually there were several articles and podcasts and little segments from TV that they embedded on the Steelers page, basically saying they think it would be good for the Steelers to lose. That's what they're saying. They think it would be good for the Steelers to lose. And I thought about that to my second. I said, good for the Steelers to lose? Like, really? You're saying that it's going to be good for the Steelers to lose a game. And this is going to kind of tie in with just some of the mainstream narratives about the Steelers. Okay. Good to lose. You got to be out of your mind. Tell me any type of competitor at any level. I'm serious. Any competitor at any level that is passionate about what they're doing that says, you know, I think it'd be good if we lose. Yeah, I think it'd be good. That sounds like a good plan. Hey, guys, this week when we go to Jacksonville, we think that it's going to be best if we just lose a game, okay? Let's just get it out of the way. We'll lose this game, and hey, we're going to be better off for it. You have got to be out of your mind. You have to be out of your mind if you ever think that. Could the Steelers lose? They could lose every time they step on the field, just like any other team could lose every time they step on the field. But you know what? No one is suggesting or thinking that the best course of action for this team right now is to lose a game. That's not happening. That's not going through their minds, period. Okay? The best course of action is win and correct. Win and correct. Keep stacking wins. Why? Because when you do that, you're then saying, hey, we're going to win our division. Then all of a sudden you say, wow, we're going to lock up a first round bye. Wow, we're going to have home field in the playoffs. Who in the world would think it would be good for the Steelers to lose? Get out of here. And then to add it, to add to this, okay? And I'm getting a little fired up, and that's okay. It's what this segment's for. So not only do you have the morons in the media saying that it's good for the Steelers if they lose a game. If they lose a game, will they learn from it? Absolutely. But if they lose a game, is it something that they're going to hope for? If, if an athlete says that, I would look at him in the face and say, you're a liar. You are a liar. You're just finding a way to get out of this in terms of the fact that you just lost a game. No one wants to lose. No one. And Mike Tomlin said it on Tuesday. The only thing perfect about the Steelers is their record right now. That's it. That's it. And so for me, they don't want to lose. Why would anyone want to lose? Anyone that's a competitor doesn't want to lose. Okay. But the media continues to boggle my mind. Okay. Literally boggle my mind. So Chris Sims, that's the son of Phil Sims, who Chris Sims did not have a very long career in the National Football League. I'm not criticizing that. He went further than I'll ever even dream of going. But still, he now works for uh, NBC, and he does things like uh, the Notre Dame games, and he's always on with Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. And most recently, Chris Sims decided to have a podcast called Chris Sims Unbuttoned. Yeah, I'm not listening to that either. But still, Chris Sims gave his midseason top 10 quarterbacks. Okay, you ready for this? Buckle up, Steeler fans. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. No shock. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Number three, Russell Wilson. Okay. Number four, Kyler Murray. Now we're getting into some stretchy stuff here. Number five, Josh Allen. All right. Number six, Deshaun Watson. You serious? Okay. But we'll we'll continue. Number seven, Lamar Jackson. I'm starting, my, my blood pressure's going up a little bit. Number eight, Justin Herbert. Okay. Number nine, Joe Burrow. 
Oh, right. And number 10, ladies and gentlemen, none other than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't miss any. There were 10 players there. And no, Ben Roethlisberger is not listed on that list. Hmm. So what Chris Sims, who played the National Football League and is part of that family line of, of quarterbacks in the NFL, so what Chris Sims is telling me that Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, rookie, Joe Burrow, rookie, Ryan Tannehill are better than Ben Roethlisberger? Someone please check on Chris Sims. Check on him because he's either drunk in the middle of the day and did this when he was intoxicated, or he has lost his mind. Lost his mind. Let's go through these quarterbacks that have won two Super Bowls on this list, okay? And I'm done. That's it. (laughs) None of them have. Now, sure, Aaron Rodgers has won one. Russell Wilson's won one. Patrick Mahomes last year. That's it. And tell me what Ben Roethlisberger has done this year other than be extremely efficient in his game. He's only turned the ball over four times. He's on pace to have career highs and touchdown passes. I don't get it. I really don't. And I put this on Twitter, and a lot of people responded and said, well, Jeff, Chris Sims has always hated the Steelers, and he's always hated Ben Roethlisberger. You know, you can hate teams and players as much as you want. I hate the Ravens. I can't stand the majority of their fans. But at the same time, if they're good, like they were last year, I'm going to say they're good. If I were doing power rankings last year, the Ravens would have been at the top or near the top every single week. Because why? Because they're good. I hate to say that, but it's fact. I don't know how anyone with any type of credibility could look at that list and say, oh, yeah, this is legit. This is totally legit. Yeah, I'd leave Ben off too because, you know, I mean, he's only quarterbacking the only undefeated team in the NFL still heading into week 11. He could be a viable candidate for comeback player of the year. I know that's probably going to go to Alex Smith, but that's beside the point. Could be the comeback player of the year. And in my opinion, for the first time in his career, he should garner at least some MVP votes. He's never even had a vote, folks. No one's ever even voted for Ben Roethlisberger to be MVP. The media, the national media with the Steelers, continues to be ridiculous. So what do I recommend? Turn it off. Listen to us. Meaning, Listen to people that follow the Steelers just like you do. Listen to Behind the Steel Curtain, all of our podcasts. Not only is it entertaining, it's informative. Listen, check out our website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. If, you haven't, if you've never checked that out before, do it. Be a, be a member of the community. All you have to do is go to any of our articles, scroll to the bottom, and there's a discussion tab, and you have to create an account for Behind the Steel Curtain. It's free, completely free. You create a username, you put in some information, and then after 24 hours, you can start to comment on articles. And you'll realize that the community that we have there is tremendous. Very, very knowledgeable football fans, too. Lean on us when the media sucks, because the media sucks. Lean on us, all right? That's it, folks. That's, That's my show. I enjoyed this one. I hope you did, too. It's Friday. I hope you have a really great weekend plan doing whatever it is that you feel that you want to do. Um, hopefully you're not too locked down with all the stuff going on outside of the world of sports, but nonetheless, we will be here no matter what. So make sure you check out behind the steel curtain.com. Make sure you listen to all of our podcasts. 
I will see you on Sunday. Remember, it's a one o'clock kickoff. I'll be back for the post game show, and I'll be back actually. Uh, You'll hear me at noon on the audio side to the Steelers preview. Check us out there. Myself, Dave Schofield, and Brian Anthony Davis. In the meantime, folks, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. Hopefully when we see you on Monday, I'll be talking to you about a 10 and 0 team. Take it easy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.